Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what's happening in San Diego? And welcome in to another week of Gwen and Chris on San Diego's number one sports talk station. 97.3 The Fan, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby together in the Odyssey Palace studios as we kick off a, a Monday program. And, uh, guys, uh, great to be with you on this Monday. Uh, I am a proud new subscriber to the Peacock Network and uh, thrilled to be there. Uh, they got my five ninety nine. Thanks to the National Football League deciding to put the Miami Dolphins playoff game only on the Peacock Network. Next Saturday night, that uh, made me about as happy as Taylor Swift looked when they made jokes about her on the Golden Globes last night. Yeah, I had to do it. Tony, how are you? <laughs> when did you When did you decide to uh, to to pull the trigger on Peacock this morning? I mean, uh, I, I have no choice. I mean, I, I'm not going to miss the Dolphins. Only make the playoffs. They don't always make the playoffs. They're in. Uh, they're o- they're only in because the season ended. If the season didn't end and there was a couple of more weeks, I think they would fall out of the playoffs. But they did uh, hang on to a playoff spot. And you know, they, I I knew it was gonna. I knew they were gonna lose last night. The minute that, I, the minute that they put up on the uh, on the television screen that the if the Dolphins lost their game at Kansas City would be on the Peacock Network only. And I said, well, then they've lost because that's my luck that they would put the only playoff game ever to be 100% streamed would be a game featuring the Dolphins. So, yeah, I signed up today. I, I will tell you this, on uh, February 7th of 2024, exactly a month from right now, I will unsubscribe. Oh, okay. So That's, that's the OG move right there. Get yeah. it for just the time you need it? Yeah. Unsubscribe. I'm going to have it. I mean, it's pay- and that's what the NFL wants, and that's what these streaming services want. They, they basically want to turn the NFL into pay-per-view. And I, and I believe that that'll happen one day where all of the games are going to be streamed and you won't have to worry about what your local network decides to show every Sunday. You'll have uh, at your fingertips every game as long as you're willing to pay for it. And uh, you can uh, and and I think all the sports are headed in this direction. I mean, it might be 5 or 10 more years, but I I believe that you'll have a uh, You'll have a buffet of games to choose from, and you'll lay down two ninety nine to watch the game, and then yeah. you can stream it. I mean, this is the beginning of that, isn't it? I mean, that's what I think. So uh, the Dolphins-Chiefs will be the uh, streamed game on Saturday night. Could not be happier, uh, like I said, as a Dolphin fan, but I just immediately plunked down my five ninety nine, and uh, that's the way. To- my wife didn't even get mad. She understood. 
<laughs> she's like, well, I, saw, I see you What's got the peacock mail. doesn't need to be discussed. She, 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 she walked in. She goes, I see you just uh, signed up for Peacock. I said, yes, because that's what the Dolphin game is on Saturday night. The things that worry us. And I don't us. plan on missing us. The missing things it. that worry us. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that and uh, there's really good news today to kick off the show today. We are actually 14 hours into this Monday, and the Dodgers have not signed a $10 million free agent as of yet today. They did yesterday, though. Teoscar Hernandez is the latest multi-millionaire to join the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. And according to uh, Travis Sawchick, who added stuff like this up, the free agency spending this offseason, Major League Baseball teams $1.5 billion. The Dodgers $1.6 billion, or $06 billion. So Dodgers have spent more than every other team combined, and the Padres fall another half step behind the Dodgers in the race that is this off season. Right. Tony, when is too much enough? Um maybe I, never for I the Dodgers, huh? I don't know. You just have to, you know, we could kind of look back in our own archives to ask when is too much enough. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. this is the hopefully this is going to be a oversaturation yeah, for I the mean, Dodgers. Listen, they, they clearly have a, a very talented team. They had a talented team without any of these signings. Quite yeah, frankly. that's right. So, that's right. you know, they 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 got a talented team, but the game will ultimately be played. But still got to play. Still got to play well. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we we all saw this coming, did we not? We Last did. year when they didn't spend any money at all, we talked about it. A and lot. and a lot of people said this is the time. You've got to take advantage of the opening, the opportunity. The Dodgers went out and won a hundred games. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I go back to what Matt Snyder said when we had him on after the signing of Otani. As big of a deal as Otani is, at least for the coming season, he's not going to pitch. And if he hits 40 home runs and drives in 120 runs, that'll only be a few home runs and RBIs better than what J.D. Martinez did last year. So he's not replacing a vacuum, Otani. He's replacing somebody that had a really, really good season. Now Otani's going to go on and have a great season. But how much better are the Dodgers going to be with him, at least next year? Now, Hernandez, I think, is a potential upgrade over what they had in the outfield. But Chris Taylor's probably going to go to the bench. Jason Hayward's probably going to go to the bench. Or a platoon, probably. Or platoon with Manuel Margot. So, you know, these are guys that produce for the Dodgers. And uh, so Teoscar Hernandez is going to have to produce. And as far as the pitcher's concerned, the Japanese pitcher, was it Yamamoto? Yeah. I mean, he's got to be better than what they had last year. I mean, they were they were running a bunch of young rookies out there, but that's what he is, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, based on his Major League Baseball experience. So, I don't know. I'm only trying to talk myself into the fact that I'm not scared to death of the Dodgers, you know, winning 120 games this year. But that's all we it, can do as Padre fans. Matter. It doesn't matter if they win 120 games this year. Because they have to, you don't spend all this money for a playoff run. You spend all this money for a championship, and anything less, I would think that they think is a failure. Well, but then they, they've already said as much. And, and but by that's the way, okay. That, everybody, everybody's trying to win the World Series. Right. I mean, right. the Dodgers are not alone in that. In that regard, yeah, but you but could they say they are alone in the fact that you know the standard is at least in their mind is a World Series. That's not everybody's standard. Whether you know, it's 
whether people will say that is a, is a whole another, you know, thing to talk about. But that is their standard, and they have fallen short. As a matter of fact, they use that as part of their pitch to get Otani. Right? Remember, they told him we won over a hundred games, and we fell short. We our standard is a world title. If we right. sign you. And we don't win a world title. It's still that's still their standard that they're living by. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. They f- then they fail almost every season, except for you know the shortened thing of twenty twenty. Sean Manaya got fourteen million dollars a year to join the Mets. Uh, example number ten or eleven or twenty as to why the Padres are not dipping into the free agent market to get a starting pitcher. Sean Manaya won seven games with an ERA of four and a half last year. He only started ten games. He was uh, in the Giants rotation until mid-May when he started the season with an ERA of eight over his first uh, six or seven starts. $14 million for that. I, I can't do it. I, I think the Padres are You're gonna honestly have no being team, smart. Bro. You're going to have no team. Me? Like, you don't want to pay 14 for Manaya. You don't want to pay 11 for uh, Lynn. No, I'm going to pay. I'm going to have some young guys. I mean, I traded for all these young pitchers. Somebody's going to have to step up. You better be good at the draft. Well, I, I mean, I hope, that I, I hope that I've developed somebody. I've hoped I've developed a couple of young players. I hope I've traded well in the Yankee Soto trade. And, you know, I, I'm going to give my give it a give it my best shot. I think if you you, if, you still want to pen, pay 17, 18 to you add one more arm. For the Padres? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Well, then, no, but then I why mean, are you saying am I the only one who wants to go with this kind of team? Because you can't seem to want to pay for, for anybody. I, in can't, the free agent. I can't pay for these crappy, are, I these can't are, pay for crappy players. These are at the, the bottom of the free agent pool, <laughs> Yes, too. he's scraping the barrel and getting dollars. I can't do that, Tony. I no. think that's just the going rate, my man. No, I think if the not. Padres <laughs> my man. <laughs> well, look, the going rate for Peacock is five ninety nine. I was willing to do that. Right. I'm right. not willing to go fourteen and a half million saying, for I, I don't Sean Mania or I, the likes of him. I don't think the Padres, based on what we know, were in a position to to spend the money that way. Not that to say that they would, but I am saying that, you know, Lance Lynn was not at the top of the pitching free agent list. You know what I'm saying? And he no. got eleven. Yeah. And so my point is so not that should have told us right then. Right. That is that is where the market is. And and if teams are gonna give it to you, that's Ultimately, what your worth is now for the Padres. Does that make sense from a financial standpoint? Doesn't seem like it. So Good. they uh, will go elsewhere, or they may do exactly what I think we've both talked about them doing, which is let some of the young guys that they have and that they've acquired have a chance at the rotation. We know for a fact, to listen to Mike Shield, that that's at least going to be the case with Brito and Vasquez, uh, who came over in that deal. They're going to get a shot at yeah. it. They're going to get a shot at it, as will others. Uh, I don't dislike what the Padres are doing. They're they're spending money much more sensibly this year. Uh, they spent money uh, like it was water through a spigot last year, and where did it get them? Nowhere. The national championship game is tonight. Washington and Michigan will face off for the college football title. The game is in Houston, the site of last year's Final Four. So I guess Houston has become the center of the college uh, sports universe uh, Jim Harbaugh is 60 minutes away from cashing in on a championship that is going to make a lot of people uh, unhappy. Uh, although not Tony. Tony's uh, Tony's come to grips with 
Michigan's cheating ways. Oh, here we and, go. And uh, he's, he's <laughs> are you a head coach in the Big Ten? Because you sound ways. like it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a, he's he cheats I, on he cheats on uh, recruiting. He cheats on uh, getting ready for ball games by spying on other teams and stealing their signs. He's the diabolical. He is cheater. a diabolical <laughs> Mr. Harbaugh. <laughs> And uh, Tony's going to be pleased for him to I, win his title. I honestly, somebody asked me today at uh, where was Costco? Uh-huh. Checking out of Costco. Yeah, today. good for you. The guy a was asking Costco me run. asking me about the game. I was like, you know what? I honestly, I don't have a dog in this fight. I won't be upset if either team wins. If Washington wins, great for Pennix Junior and, and that crew. If Michigan wins, I happen to know a few folks that went to Michigan and. Like are dying for one of these national mm. champions, so I, I honestly could go. I'll be happy either way. I just the John the the Jim Harbaugh thing doesn't bug me as much as it seems to bug you. Now me and a lot of people, I think I'm standing up for all that's right in the world, or at least I'm trying to be. Uh, all that's right <laughs> in that's the world. Right, that's the guy right. wasn't felt or cheated at all. I'm a bastion <laughs> of uh, fair play. What do you mean he wasn't found of cheating at all? Then why did he agree to a uh, four-game suspension just for fun? So it can go away and his team can focus on winning. Yeah, just for fun. You're right. That's right. I mean, if you didn't do anything wrong and some judge somewhere put you in jail for four months, you'd just go ahead and take it so you could get it over with. I think it's a is whole, that what different you would do? Deal. whole different deal. Why is it a whole different because deal? Because he's You're not going to jail. You're accepting punishment for something you said you didn't do. Well, you know, apparently he did something. He was more than willing to just go. You know what yeah, he did? Okay. I don't, you know what he did? He was he's guilty of all the other Big Ten coaches being jealous okay. of him. All right. I, 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 I told you, you I, came around, I came around to Scraby's thought on this. That I know you did. There is no way that John, Jim Harbaugh is the most sophisticated cheater in all of Big Ten. He's smart, like, but I don't know if he's on. that like, he's, I see. Everybody, yeah. he got caught. Is yeah. what it, the what Houston Astros are more sophisticated than everybody, too. Well, I mean, the trust game thing was they pretty brilliant. I mean, it was a great idea until somebody was listening. Love my Houston Astros. It's the my team man, that John took cheating Boy to a new level. Took cheating to a new level to win a World Series, and uh, we should be applauding them. Is everything okay, for their creativity. I think we got to stop down and ask if what you're okay. About? Did you guys switch spots? I don't know what's happening I feel like, right like we like, change personalities. I have I'm no in, idea what's I'm happening. I'm in an excellent mood today. The uh, Associated Press <laughs> voters on the East Coast, the uh, Pony Express mail finally reached these people. Uh, so they are now aware that the Aztecs are a pretty good basketball team. They did rank I, them 19th today. I can't even get excited about this because I just feel like the moment they have a loss, oh. it's back to the abyss again. Yeah. No, if they lose at New Mexico, they play at San Jose State Wednesday night, which is a game they'll almost assuredly win. But they go to New Mexico on Saturday, and that's a, you know, after Gonzaga, that's about his second toughest place to play yeah. in the entire nation. And we'll get taxed heavily if and we they're, lost. They're a really game. good team, but if they if they lose to a really good team, you know, in New Mexico, they'll probably fall out of the rankings. But uh, seven voters, by the way, seven voters of the sixty three did not include the Aztecs at all on their ballot. So the snail mail obviously has not found its way everywhere yet. Some of these AP voters mail. still have their heads in the proverbial sand. Uh, NFL coaches have been fired. Ron oh. Rivera. Black and Monday. also Can't say Arthur anything. Smith. 
both been both no you can't both been fired i know chris we're having a conversation i'm sorry go right ahead just don't mind me uh some people said some people said that it was it it was inappropriate inappropriate apparently yeah what isn't inappropriate i'm sorry well, I guess that. cheating on college football, recruiting, oh, and uh, and uh, sign go. stealing is not inappropriate, <laughs> according to you guys. That's not inappropriate, <laughs> but calling it Black Monday is apparently inappropriate. <laughs> Just something trying to keep sounds us a little check. backwards there. Just trying to keep us something in check. Something seems a little backwards there. Alden Gonzalez of ESPN will be on the program today. Uh, if you're wondering how he can afford such a stable of talent, Scraby's going to pay him a million dollars, but not until 2074. So we're deferring the money. <laughs> Chris is all in. He is. <laughs> Although the deferral of money does make me really oh, super angry. I knew that would get you going. <laughs> because yeah, now I get a guy over to my side. Oh, here. because, I mean, it's cool to do the deferral thing like once or twice, but to basically. Oh, but the third time. No, basically. It's absolutely too much. To sign, your, to sign your entire roster and promise to pay them 15 years from now is a little nutty to me, and I think they need to change that portion. Well, now, are the Dodgers doing anything wrong? Who is no, the, who, but they are shamelessly... Who is the wiser for giving IOUs? Is it the team or is it the player? I think I mean, the player might be making a mistake. You think so? You know, I said on Twitter today, and I really got in trouble with the Dodgers fans, but in 2035, the Dodgers will file for bankruptcy. From a and not why, are, why are you getting in trouble? I made up that, that uh, line about them filing for bankruptcy. So oh. you should uh, give me all the I, heat for that one. Uh, at Chris LOSD, if you want the heat. <laughs> at Chris LOSD, I'm the one that said that Otani may never get paid his $170 billion. Oh, that would whatever. Be. I don't know how. You make so much money, I can't even keep track of it all. We are underway for what promises to be a crazy Monday. It sure sounds like it's going to go that way. Will we recap uh, week 18 of the NFL, the good, the bad, and the ugly? As mentioned, Alden Gonzalez will join us in about a half hour. Daily Gambit, Christopher's the fans, Big Five, all till 6 o'clock. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Gwen and Chris on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The San Diego Padres' wild spending days are over. They don't offer anyone more than $5 million a year. The rest of the winter, try to spread out the remaining $20 million in their budget to fill out about six different positions. The World Series aspirations have melted into the goal of merely qualifying as a wild card contender. That comes from none other than Bob Nightingale. That is his take on the Padres. I think he's incorrect on that. Well, uh, he might be. Actually, he's I, correct. I, I, I actually, take the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, actually, I don't think he's that, that incorrect, but there's he, nothing wrong with having a goal of getting in as a wild card. There, That's he, all that you need to do. I mean... Has anybody not? Has anybody pay attention no. to what happens in baseball every year? Two years ago, the sixth seed was the Phillies. The five seed was the Padres. They were in the NLCS. Last year, the Diamondbacks were the sixth seed. They were in the World Series. The Rangers blew the division title on the final day of the season. They were a wild card. They won the World Series. It doesn't guarantee that a wild card team's going to win it, but it certainly without question, makes it clear that a wild card team can win right. it. And that's the part I disagree with, right? I mean, he, he's he's probably spot on in terms of the money and how they try to uh, spread that out. But I, I think he's wrong in terms of World Series aspirations uh, as a wild card contender. Because as you just finished saying, two years consecutively, wild card contenders – have ended up in the World Series. Yes, so, the Braves and the Dodgers run away with the National League. Last two years. The last two years, and neither of them have been anywhere near a National League Championship Series. So, there's that. Not even there, let uh, alone to the World Series. Yes. Come on. Yeah, no, I, think it's, I think it's pretty clear. Baseball is the one sport that doesn't rely solely, mostly, on the best players being on a team and that working out. Uh in everybody's favor. So uh, we'll, we'll have some more Padre conversation in the next segment. Uh, Alden Gonzalez will join us, talk a little bit about what's going on for the Padres and, of course, the, uh, that team up north. Uh, let's talk a little Aztecs because uh, we went over it a little bit. Uh, they get into the top 25, top 20, believe yes, it or not. Yes, they didn't even just throw them no. a <laughs> they actually... they, I thought they were going to be 25 Okay, this here you go. You can be 25. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're still going to put you behind Gonzaga, a team you beat by 10. They didn't even do that. No. They, they ran past Gonzaga in the rankings. Uh, the Aztecs have gotten off to a good start. They took care of business uh, in a major way. Uh, although Fresno ended up making that game a lot closer than what I think they UNLV? Actually, I'm sorry, UNLV. Right, right, yeah. Uh, ended up making that game a little bit closer than it actually was. The, the Aztecs dominated from, from start to There was never finish. any doubt no. they were winning that game. And, and, and that's, Didn't they lead like 18-3 to or yeah, something at the they beginning? Were, they were dominating. Yeah. And, and, so. and, you know, to me, when I watched this Aztec team, it's starting to feel like they recognize – that they got they have to go out on a on a daily on a nightly basis when they have games and put it on teams the teams that they should beat by whatever they have been doing that they have jumped all over there hasn't been any really since the that kind of period earlier in the season where there were some couple close games against right, the teams. they had big leads and they they, they ended up getting close right. and they yeah they haven't been they, doing that they've been putting it on teams since that Gonzaga game they have stepped forward and really played from almost from start to finish 
quality games. I think it might be fair to say that this team, through 15 games, has played better than last year's team did I, I would through say 15 so. games. I would say so. And we know where that, that ended up. So. I mean, so often... Um, the Aztecs are a victim of their of their own circumstances that they've created, um, but I feel like in these last three four games, um, they have, have have really kind of put the foot to the gas here. And listen, I, I, I a lot of times we're not talking about this team a lot until we get towards the end of February, March, because that's usually when they are starting to kind of gel it together. Um, through these first couple conference games, it, it's really looked like um, they have. Uh, they have taken notice that they want to go out and, and really beat teams from start to finish. Well, they, yeah, they don't want to leave any doubt. Yeah. I mean, uh, Brian Dutcher's doing a you know doing his usual good job, and uh, you know the thing that I think that the here's the best news of today. It's not that the Aztecs are ranked 19th. The best news of the day is that Utah State moved in as well, yeah. and they're 20th. Yeah. And Colorado State stayed in there at 17 after losing to Utah State. That's three teams now That's in the top three 25. teams now in the top 20. And we, we said this at the beginning of the season, that the Mountain West Conference Deserves consistently it. starts off as being an afterthought. And by the end of the season, yeah, people go, hey, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. It just so happened that it's happening a little bit earlier in the season than I think we've yeah. become accustomed to. The other team that's really good is Nevada. Yeah. And they're not ranked. The Aztecs play them uh, in a week and a half. New Mexico's really, really good. They're not ranked. So you've got four opponents in this conference, at least four. And I think UNLV's pretty good. The Aztecs just did a number on them the other day. But yeah. at least Nevada, New Mexico, Colorado State, and Utah State, those aren't bad losses no matter how you slice it. So that gives the Aztecs a chance to play with a net beneath them. They yeah. don't have to go out and win every game by 20 points, although they seem like they're kind of hell-bent on that, doing that. that. That's, that's so how that's good. That's how they've approached, it seems like, these sure. last three or four games. But you're right. When And the hope is that all of those teams continue to, to, to win. The problem is we're in the conference play now. So well, they're going to have to beat each other gonna, a little bit. They're going to start beating each sure. other up a little bit. But sure. going into this point, I don't know that the conference – has looked this healthy from top to bottom. This might be the best it's ever been. This might be the best it's ever been. The Mountain West and basketball. And, you know, like I said, the the news has finally got through to some of the voters, not all of them, at least seven Seven, people. Seven of them still still, didn't get the smell. Still are are Rip Van (laughs) Winkling somewhere. Are you kidding me? You don't even rank them? Uh, They they even put one guy's ballot up there. He had James Madison still 12th, a team that finally lost their first game and hasn't played anybody all year. Anyway... Uh, look, you, can, you're not going to be able to convince. Can you I mean, explain you, that to me? I get it. James Madison is a heck of I'm a I'm sure good, they're good. They're good. Yeah. But why James Madison? I don't know. I mean, it, what is I don't know. The guy's in the South. Uh, he, he's, he's a Southern reporter. But the Associated Press, much like you know all of the other entities that we talk about, should hold their voters somewhat accountable, I yeah. think. And if you turn in a ballot that's that, that's that stupid, <laughs> then you should have to honestly S- explain it. Yeah. Or you should at least have to explain it to somebody who's in charge of putting the thing together. I mean, if Ziegler, I, I don't know if Ziegler has a vote, but if Ziegler turned in a ballot that said Aztecs are number two, you know, I think somebody would have a right to, to call them and go, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. They don't deserve to be number two. Right, right. So, you know, if you're going to put James Madison 12th and not, you know, not put in San Diego State and Utah State and some of these other teams, you should have to explain that. Because yeah. there's somebody that follows college basketball that probably deserves to have a vote more than you do. 
that are, that is on all of it a lot that, better, right? Yeah, for sure, that, that'll for give sure. a fair accounting of it. Yeah, no. So, uh, I, I am happy to see our Aztecs at number nineteen, but yeah, uh, it's, I'll just You're say right, it's though, about Tony. time. It's as about soon time. as as soon as they fall behind six to four, they're already on Saturday in New Mexico. <laughs> somebody's going to dismiss them entirely. That's it. They're done. Let's get to break. Uh, more Padres when we return. Alden Gonzalez joins us, ESPN. Talk a little bit about the Padres and this deferred money that has my man Matt Scraby going batty. More Gwen and Chris on the way. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's actually unbelievable. We've been on the show for 38 minutes and Tony, we have buried the lead. You know what that means, buried the lead? Do you know that term in uh, journalism? I, I do. I've learned it over yeah. my time in, on this good. side of the mic. Buried the lead means the, we've talked about all the stories, but we haven't talked about the biggest story of the day in the sports world. No, it's not Michigan and Washington playing for the national championship. No, it's not the NFL playoff picture being determined yesterday. No, it's not Teoscar Hernandez going to the Dodgers. It is the fact that at 6 o'clock tonight, <laughs> Tony didn't know where you were going. I he didn't it. get it. He missed it. He thought he I was going to talk about something else. about the Lakers. I, did. I didn't even know the Lakers won until <laughs> Tony just did that. Ooh, that's hilarious. Dang Biggest it. news in the sporting world, 6 o'clock tonight, the Scraby Experience opens for business. <laughs> That's right. That is far bigger news. You're right. That's You're, right. No. You're right. That's huge. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you prepared? You got the I'm big prepared. show after the year? Are you prepared? I'm after definitely prepared. Show? I did all the graphics so for the stream. Can yeah. you, Can you? And without giving it away, yeah, yeah. can you give us like, um, I don't know, a little feel of what A little taste of what scraby, you're going to come in with? The scra- what were you calling it the last week? The scravy experience. The scravy experience. Yeah. Well, it will be like. Uh, yes. Well, I can tell you right now that I'm going to start doing the show with a two-minute segment at the end called what? 
the, the, daily, the daily grind. Time out. You're yes. going to start the show no, by I'm doing a two-minute... Okay. <laughs> well, I'm starting <laughs> for <laughs> starters. Yes. He's ending Thank the you. show. Thank you. Thank you. With the, what okay. is it? The two-minute gripe? It's called the daily gripe. The daily gripe, yes. but it's going to be at least two minutes of a gripe. I have... I have... I have... Oh, I know what your gripe a couple. is today. Is it the... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> is it the streets around this place? Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, yes. yes. You know what? If Adam Klug wakes up tomorrow and none of us come to work, we're all going to have a good excuse. Oh, my God. It is like running <laughs> a maze so to try to get to up. our building right now. They have all the streets closed <laughs> to repave them. Chris, and it, you can't get here. I'm, There's no I, way to get into the building. I'm usually a pretty cool character when it comes to these type of things. <laughs> yeah. I, I went past our normal way. I was like, all right, cool. I'll just go down here go and make a right. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, that's locked up. All right, I got to make a U-turn. So then I get to make the U-turn. Now I'm going back to the light to get on Arrow Drive, and there's a car in front of me that is crawling towards the light. (laughs) The light is green. And you know this light on Uh, Arrow Drive. It goes quick. It goes quick. And, of course, I mean, she stopped. It was an older older lady. She she stopped, Mm -hmm. and the light was yellow, I promise you, for like 10 seconds. And she never moved. It was like she was not going into that intersection. So now I have to sit at this light. Then I get up to the top, and at first it it gives the appearance that that street is also blocked off too. But I was I made it I made the point at made the decision at that point. I don't care if it's blocked off. I'm going through this. I told boy. you people going that slow. That's <laughs> that's artery hardening <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh my gosh! But you're yeah, right. Even for the coolest of cats, a Scraby's two minute rant. I might. I'm tuning in for that because it's well, it's going to be epic. Well, I I've given that one for free. I have another one, but that one. <laughs> he said I've given that one. That for free. one really bothered me yeah, because bothered I me went too. many different ways me and too. I could not find a way to get here. You know what? I'm happy that they're finally, after 75 years, repaving the streets. <laughs> but do it at night or on the weekend. What are we doing? Oh. Where do you want them to pave the street at night? And they won't what? be able to see the street. I, You know, there's something called be able a light. to see what you're doing. <laughs> there's something called a light. Okay, Alden doesn't need to sorry, hear all sorry. this. Sorry, Alden. We got you waiting on all right, let's go out to uh, the phone lines. We are so happy to be joined right now by one of ESPN's best and brightest uh, frequent contributor to the show, Alden Gonzalez. And Alden, uh, Scraby said uh, he is going to pay you what you're asking for to be on the show, but it is going to be in deferred money. <laughs> you will get the checks beginning in 2075. How are you, sir? I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Alden. Well, deferred money is apparently the way the Dodgers are doing this. Uh, can you explain, to a certain extent, how they've gotten everybody to buy into this, and why haven't other teams or are other teams doing it? We just are not aware of it. Other teams do it, definitely. Uh, I just think we don't pay – I think, one, we don't pay as much attention to it as we do with the Dodgers right now. And I think, too, uh, nobody has ever come close to deferring as much money uh, as Shohei Otani did, which was basically 98% of his contract. So that's unprecedented, and I don't think it'll ever happen again. The Shohei Otani situation was a unique um, kind of combination with a player who was worth that much money but also makes so much money off the field Mm. that if he really does want to win, and I think this showed his commitment to winning because it was his idea to defer that much, 
then it's kind of what made sense. Um, but when you're asking about just why they would do something like that, I mean, it's, it's very obvious. Uh, it's not unlike what the Padres have done these last couple of years with some of their contracts that are just sort of backloaded. Um, this lowers the commitment on a year-to-year -year basis. Uh, it lowers the amount of money uh, toward the collective uh, um, competitive balance tax. And that's, you know, that's the big number for high-spending teams like the Padres, like the Dodgers, who are trying to get under a certain threshold and sort of maximize some of their flexibility. But I will say, just because the Dodgers are deferring, what is it? Uh, I forget at this point, but whatever it is that they're deferring for Shohei Otani, they're paying him a salary of $2 million each of the 10 years that he plays for them. Um, they still got to account for their CBT, uh, whatever the present day value of that contract is. So it may not be an AAV of $70 million every year for Shohei Otani, but it's still 40 something million dollars. So it's still a hefty sum. It's just not as big as it would have been uh, without so many deferrals. Alden Gonzalez joins us here ESPN. And, and Alden, you know, you and I talked about it. You cover both the Padres and Dodgers a lot. And you talked about it during the season. It seemed like the Dodgers had made up their mind last off season that they were going to go this route for Otani. But at what point of the calculation did they then believe that they'd be able to do as much as they've done in this off season? Because, um, signing Otani to to a deal is is one thing, but adding the Yamamoto and then Hernandez today uh, seems like I don't know that they stumbled into this. In some ways, Tony, they kind of did. I mean, sometimes you'll have off seasons like this, or you'll have uh, points in the calendar where like things just kind of break your way, and then you'll there'll be lulls where you're going after guys and you finish second, third, fourth to, it seems like every single one of them. I, I don't think there's anybody within the Dodgers front office who thought it would be realistic that they would be getting Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And I mean, all, even though he's not that caliber of player and not that caliber of price commitment to Oscar Hernandez in the same off season. I will say though, that Andrew Friedman has been in Japan often and you know, he's, been enamored by Yoshinobu Yamamoto for a long time and the Dodgers ownership and their front office have been enamored by Shohei Otani for a long time and when this offseason began that was their ideal those were the two top players on their board that's who they wanted to sign I think Shohei Otani deferring as much money as he did with the caveat that I'm doing this so that you could build so you could sign more players, I think that pushed them even more so to get somebody like Yamamoto. And then when you look at somebody like Teoscar Hernandez, look, the Dodgers are probably going to exceed the highest luxury tax threshold uh, this season. And at the, when you're doing that, there's no such thing as a bad one-year contract. They're paying Teoscar Hernandez $23.5 million. That's a lot of money, but it's for one year. They're already in that realm. They wanted a right-handed hitting corner outfielder. There's not much offense on the free agent market. And they got their guy. And I'll tell you this, they're not done. They need another starting pitcher. They're going to get another starting pitcher. It's probably going to come via trade. They have a lot of assets to trade. And it's, it's going to go down as one of the most incredible off-seasons ever. But I don't need to remind you guys that <laughs> off-season headlines doesn't necessarily mean uh, on-field results, I'm sorry to bring that up. 
Yes, we know very well. Alden Gonzalez, ESPN, is with us. Padres did all this last offseason, and uh, look where it got them. Uh, I, I do want to, you know, the the Otani thing we could talk about, because I'd like to go back through and, you know, how did it end up happening at the very end when it looked like he might go to Toronto, et cetera. But I don't want to miss your opinion on what the Padres' situation is like right now, Alden. I mean, Look, they spent a lot of their money last year. They've traded Soto to try and get some depth in their pitching rotation. Is there anything out there on the free agent market that you think makes any sense for a team that's looking to to play it a little more close to the vest this year? Well, Cody Bellinger makes a lot of sense, but they're not going to go after right, him. Yeah, right, right. Um, they desperately need outfielders. They ideally would get a left-handed hitting outfielder. They definitely need left-handed bats in their lineup. There's just outside of a Cody Bellinger. There's just not much there. I think missing out on Jung Hoo Lee, um, I think that was a big blow for that because for whatever uncertainties there is with somebody coming over um, from the Far East to play in the United States, uh, I think he would have been a really good fit for them and what they're trying to do. And outside of him, I just don't see a ton. I mean, Eddie Rosario Seems like an intriguing candidate as a corner guy. Um, I, I think the Padres have done a good job. AJ Cutter specifically. Yeah. They've done a good job of doing what they needed to do, which was they needed to free up payroll space. And we talked about this before, I'm pretty sure on this show, that Juan Soto was their most efficient path toward doing that. I think they're on track now for an opening day payroll of about $150 million. And I will say, fans probably didn't like it because it didn't have big names, but they did a nice job of getting the pitching depth that they needed, and also the catching depth that they needed in the Juan Soto trade. Again, the Yankees are only going to get in for one year, right? So you have to temper your expectations there. So now you take a step back, and they got a ton of holes still on their roster. I think they got five open on their 40-man roster. They freed up. They're they're at about $150 million. I don't know exactly what their budget's going to look like, but they have some maneuverability there. I just don't know where they go. On the major league roster – it's hard to see guys that they're going to trade that could bring back really good assets outside of maybe a Hassan Kim, who you need. Yeah. Um, and so they might have to trade from their farm system, which they have some intriguing prospects. And look, AJ Punter's really creative, and I'm sure he could do something there. But when I look right now, like the guys who are really going to make a difference, it's just hard to see where they get the left-handed hitting outfield that they need. Uh, and where they get the starting pitching that they need. I still think they need more starting pitching. I mean, there's a lot of questions even with you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove going into this season. Um, I would think that they're far from done. It's just hard for me right now to pinpoint where exactly they're going to move. Yeah, and, and that brings you back to where you ended with the Dodger conversation, right? It, it's probably going to come via trade at this point. And the question I have, is it more likely that that trade happens before spring trading, or is this a deal where A.J. Preller, where we've seen him do this before, will go into the season, kind of figure out what he needs exactly, and then deadline time comes, he, he comes up with a deal at that point. You think it happens before or around that time? I, I think it's both, honestly. Okay. And, and I think the holes are so pronounced still that they still need to do more yeah. before spring, spring training report date or even just opening day. And, and I think you're definitely going to see that they're going to try to answer some stuff in season and, and what they can't get. And, and then where they have holes, they'll reassess in July. Teams do this all the time. But I think just to field an adequate roster right now, I think they need a little bit more starting pitching. 
and they need outfielders. They need to find outfield help somewhere. I do wonder, though, and, and Tony, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but um, Tatis has been, I guess, pretty adamant. Maybe that's too strong a word, but he wants to stay in right field. Yeah. And he was a really good right fielder last season. Right field in San Diego is a difficult place to play. Um, but I wonder about if there's a conversation to be had about shifting him to center field anyway, simply because it's so much easier to find corner outfielders than there is to find a premium center fielder. And that's what Tatis can be. I wonder if that ends up being part of the calculus just because of availability. Wouldn't put it past him. Alden no. Gonzalez, uh, our ESPN guy on baseball. Um, you know, I think most of us don't feel like that'll happen, but I think you bring up an intriguing point. I mean, they've got to find something in the outfield. Our old friend Blake Snell uh, still out there, available on the free agent market. We hear him tied, you know, to the Yankees and everybody else who's got a lot of money. You know, with the with the with the money Yamamoto made, is it possible that Snell is just not going to get that, even though he's a two time Cy Young Award winner, or is somebody going to have that kind of money left over for him? I think somebody will eventually have that money. I don't think it's going to be Yamamoto level. Because remember, but, Yamamoto signed a twelve-year contract. He signed for more than three hundred million. Real quick, real quick. Um, do you think? Do you think the Yamamoto deal being as high as it was has slowed Blake Snell's process down? I don't think so. I think Yamamoto was in some ways in a different category because of the age thing. Because being a twenty-six-year-old free agent starter is very different from being a thirty, thirty-one-year-old free agent starter. I think. I think there there might be two forces at play here with Blake Snow. One is Blake Snow just won his second Cy Young Award. There are not a lot of dudes who've been able to do that, especially not for two different teams. This is his big payday, and understandably so. He wants his big contract up there with the biggest starting pitchers in baseball. And I think, too, there's some pause there. Number one, because... Blake Snell, even in his Cy Young season, is not somebody who consistently pitches really deep in a game. He got he pitched beyond the sixth inning only three times this past season. For as brilliant as he was, he's not consistently pitching deep in a game. I think also there's just, you know, and I wrote about this recently, you know, with the uh, uncertainty over the RSN situation, there are a lot of teams who at the very least are claiming that they don't have as much money to spend. And also, when you look at the fact that he's represented by Scott Boris, and Scott Boris is not shy about waiting yeah. and dragging out free agency to get his clients the money that he feels like they should get, I think the Blake Snell situation could take a little longer. I wouldn't be surprised if Cody Bellinger falls into that category, too. Maybe even Josh Hader, who's not a Boris client, he's a CAA. Um, because I don't know that that money is there for them right now. I think eventually it could be there, but he might have to wait that out. Well, that's uh, it's crazy. That's a, t- that's a tough spot to be in. Last thing, real quick, Alden, we got to for another minute, so I want to maximize. I will our say time. he'll be fine, though. Eventually, he will, <laughs> he'll be okay. He will, he'll be fine, Tony. Don't worry. <laughs> We're not going to worry too much. The Diamondbacks were in the World Series last year. Is there is there any sense that the Dodgers really don't need to get this many All Star players? I mean, do you know what I'm saying? I mean. You, you see the teams that keep making the World Series, and they're not the ones spending the most money. Is there is there any sense that baseball can still be won by the team that just plays the best ball? There's always that sense. I mean, it's just the nature of the sport. And I think teams in general, but the Dodgers especially, have been banging their collective heads against the wall 
to try to figure out what it is that wins out in October when the sample sizes get shrunken and random things can lead to you advancing. And I'm not trying to take any credit away from the Diamondbacks. What a great run and are a very well-run team. Um, but the playoffs have evolved into a crapshoot, and that's especially the case now with more and more teams in it. Um, that's always going to be the case. It's going to be who's playing the best in October. That's it. Um, I, I will say, though, um, and this runs counter to what you were asking me about, I do wonder, although the Dodgers probably wouldn't admit this publicly, if back-to-back years, losing in the division series, first to the Padres team that they basically owned during the regular season, and then to a Diamondbacks team that they were supremely better than, getting swept by them, I wonder if that pushed them, actually, to just get as much top-flight talent as they can. Because if there's one thing that doesn't ensure October success at all, but maybe gives you a better chance, it's elite-level talent, the kind of talent um, that can thrive in the high-pressure moments of October that could help you win the small sample sizes. This is an offseason unlike any the Dodgers have ever had. And I wonder if what has happened in October the last two years pushed them to be even more aggressive uh, than they would have been. Alden, you are the man. You are the uh, you are the uh, MVP of uh, this stuff. We appreciate your baseball knowledge and uh, happy New Year to you. And look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks for all you do. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Alden. Very good, Alden Gonzalez, ESPN. We're up against the top of the hour. We'll take a quick timeout. Some daily gambit. Look ahead to tonight's national championship game. How many yards is Michael Penix Jr. going to throw for against that vaunted Michigan defense? We'll discuss that and other stuff in hour number two on 97.3 The Fan. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. G-E-G-E. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.